Welcome everybody to the Ride in NFL DFS podcast. Week 2 review and Monday night showdown edition. Before we get into that, Thrive Fantasy. It's a relatively new daily fantasy site that centers around prop bets, right? So you don't pick guys based on salary. You go there and you build a team of prop bets. Like for instance, tonight if you play, you might choose um, Drew Brees under 270.5 passing yards, Alvin Kamara over 1.5 touchdowns, things like that. And you build a team that way. I'm addicted to it because I think the prop market is very inefficient and you can get a good handle on uh, certain numbers. Um, so I really like that. Use my promo code, Pat at Thrive Fantasy, and they will match your deposit up to $50, I believe. So if you deposit 50, you'll get an extra 50 in your account. Can't beat it. Okay, as for week two, it was an injury-laden week, and I'm I'm sure you are aware. Um, I personally had like a true bubble cash line, cash lineup. Um, didn't cash in some of the higher dollar stuff. Did cash in some of the lower dollar stuff. Didn't cash in the larger tournaments, cashed in some of the smaller tournaments. So it was just one of those funky weeks. I had like a uh, somewhere around 131, 132 points, and that was like the exact cash line. So, you know, if the cash line was a point lower, I cashed in it. If it was a point higher, I didn't. Um, oddly enough, though, I cashed in 64.3% of my head-to-heads. So that right off the bat was something that I was wrong about. On the previous podcast, when I gave you the core four and all that kind of stuff, I said that I think it was a week to play double-ups because of the overlap, because I think you would be exposed to more lineups that didn't play the right plays, whereas a lot of people that play head-to-heads are sharp and are going to have those correct plays in. I was wrong, I guess. I mean, I won 64% of my head-to-heads, and you know, overall, my double-up lineup was like a 55, 54 percentile lineup. So, you know, a true kiss your sister week. Um, I think I, uh, with GPPs involved, I came away up like 2%. So not terrible. Um, any type of winning week is a, is a decent week, but just not great. And so let's go over the lineup. I mean, this was obviously Kyler Murray, Zeke. He could have, I mean, like this week could have been such a smash week with this lineup. And I'm sure with your lineups too, that you guys built. I mean, obviously Kyler Murray went off. Zeke had 23 points. Dak had three one-yard touchdown rushes. You know, if just one of those, or maybe two of those, go to Zeke, like normally it's going to go to Zeke. Um, But they, for some reason, they were just hell-bent on sneaking the ball from the one-yard line. Um, You know, if they split those, Zeke goes for 30, not 24. Derrick Henry, another wildly variant week. I mean, they moved the ball up and down the field. He had a million carries, um, but just didn't score. You know, they did some play action at the at the goal line, and they threw the ball to to Corey Davis, to John M. Smith. So, I mean, I still feel like Derrick Henry was the right play. So did basically 75% of the field. I mean, he got the carries, but he just did not get into the end zone. Deontay Johnson, 
smash play. We knew that. Um, just it looks like he's going to be like the 1B in Pittsburgh to Juju's 1A. I don't think he's the wide receiver too. I really do think that he is the way Ben's targeting him. He's definitely going to be um, a really, really good receiver this year for us, especially if his price doesn't jump too much. And then, you know, I got Devontae Adams in. I remember I told you guys I could fit those three studs in. He gets hurt. He doesn't even play the second half. That's brutal. Um, Brashad Perriman was my third receiver. And I'll tell you why in a second. Um, But he only played like a quarter and a half. Caught two passes out for the game. So to have two wide receivers play basically three quarters combined and then combine for like nine DraftKings points... That was just detrimental. And to only not cash by a point or two in most double-ups, that made it even worse because, you know, if Perriman stays in the game and gets a couple extra catches, it's an easy cash for me. But you're going to have those weeks. At tight end, I went Logan Thomas over Chris Herndon, and I went Brashad Perriman over uh, Corey Davis, Scotty Miller, and um, those kind of that, that group of players that we were debating. And I did go Jets on defense. So here's here was my thinking. Like I definitely wanted Kyler Zeke. Uh oh I also had Jonathan Taylor. He had a smash game as well. Kyler Zeke, Derrick Henry, Devontae Adams, Jonathan Taylor. Those guys I was pretty dead set on. And Deontay. Pretty dead set on those guys. So the the three V three was coming down to Perriman, Logan Thomas, and the Jets defense. Um I was considering Miami. I was considering Chris Herndon. Uh, and I was considering Corey Davis and Scotty Miller. So the reason that I went with Perriman was because I thought, you know, with the Niners cornerbacks out, um, I thought it was a good spot for Darnold to target Perriman and not Herndon, right? And I feel like I was right there. You know, like Herndon didn't see a ton. He only caught one pass. I kind of got that right. Um, I didn't think he was only going to catch one pass, but I did think that Brashad Perriman was going to out-target him. He did in, you know, basically playing three less quarters than him. So that I feel like that process was right there. Logan Thomas over Chris Herndon. I thought Logan Thomas was a better play just based on the fact that he was going to be playing a team that is very susceptible to the tight end. And also, I didn't want to have... Perriman and Chris Herndon so that kind of made that decision for me as well Logan Thomas got like 10 targets despite only catching four balls for 25 yards so I feel like the process was right there as well um the Jets I mean maybe we got too cute with defense this week punting all the way down um you know we when you get a 2k defense all you really want is like six to eight points out of them we only got four out of the Jets I think the Dolphins got two or three so uh, maybe we got a little bit cute there. You know, Raheem Mostert just rips off a 80-yard run on the first play from scrimmage. That kind of set the tone for the entire day. Uh, but overall, uh, not entirely disappointed with this lineup, given that two players basically didn't even play in the second half. So uh, live to fight another day. Decent week, uh, a week that I'll take. You know, usually when you lose two players in a lineup, you are just absolutely dead to rights. Um, so that'll do it for the cash game thought process there. Um, I feel like, you know, I feel like the process was right this week. And, like, don't kick yourself. I have people DMing me like, man, this week was terrible. Paris Campbell got hurt. 
you know, my, my three cash game wide receivers were Devontae, Paris Campbell, Brashad Perriman. You can't really fault yourself when the week goes awry because of injuries. I mean, what can you do? Uh, so as for tonight, Monday night showdown, Michael Thomas not playing. Who is going to step up on the Saints? How are we going to attack this game? I feel like this game has like uh, somewhat of a slugfest written all over it to me. Like I think the Saints are probably going to try to establish the run without Michael Thomas a little bit. You know, maybe give Latavius Murray a few more carries. I think Alvin Kamara's receptions will probably bump up. I like Jared Cook to get a little bit more involved. But I I think this game is going to be, you know, like a 23-20 type game or a 26-21. You know, I don't think there's going to be fireworks, right? We're not looking at a a 38-31 game or anything like that. So... If that's the case, who benefits the most? You know, you could get some kicker, a kicker or two in your lineup. I wouldn't go two kickers, but, you know, you could have a kicker in your lineups. Um, I don't mind the Saints defense for sure. But the guy, the guys that benefit the most when there aren't a ton of points scored are the guys that catch passes, right? Because you can go 7 for 70 and still be in the optimal lineup. So, you know, if there aren't a ton of touchdowns in this game, you want the, the players that are going to catch passes. I think that's Alvin Kamara. You know, I think that is Darren Waller and Jared Cook. I think both tight ends are absolutely in play tonight as well. And I think the key is going to be hitting on, you know, that ancillary, very cheap piece that gets it done for either the Raiders or the Saints. Um, You know, with Michael Thomas out, maybe Traquan Smith this week, Deontay, or excuse me, Deontay Harris. Uh, gets involved a lot on, you know, like manufactured jet sweep type plays, um, quick screen type plays. He could maybe bust one. Taysom Hill might see some more involvement this week. Um, As far as the Raiders go, if Henry Ruggs is out, you're going to see a guy like maybe Nelson Aguilar get a little bit more run. Um, Jalen Richard in a game script where the Saints are winning most of the time or are out to an easy, quick advantage, he might get in the backfield a little bit more and catch some passes. So just make sure you build around a certain game script. I think the majority of mine this week are going to be, you know, a low-scoring slugfest type, and I'm going to involve the kickers and the defenses a little bit more as well as the pass catchers. I don't think that you need to necessarily jam both Breeze and Carr into every lineup, right? Like you would need to do that if there was a game like last night where if you thought it was going to be an absolute shootout, you had to have Cam and Russ, who were, you know, just rushing for touchdowns, throwing touchdowns like crazy. Those guys would probably need to be in your flex spots at the bare minimum. This week, I don't think it's absolutely necessary to jam both quarterbacks in for sure. If you want my complete thoughts on the showdown, as well as some lineup starter ideas, um, head over to fantasypoints.com where I write the showdown breakdowns. Um, After I go through pretty much every player on the slate and say their chances of, you know, potentially being in the optimal lineup. At the bottom, I kind of start you out. I give you a couple stack starters that I think are good. So like I will say, like in a blowout for the Saints, you want to have Kamara at your captain with Breeze and Traquan Smith and Henry Ruggs in your flex. I kind of give you like three or four starting spots uh, for your lineups based on different 
game scenarios. So, so go over to fantasypoints.com, sign up with my promo code patjames10, you get 10% off. I don't know, I think they give me a high five if you do it too. So that'll do it. Good luck in your Monday night showdown contest. I will be back on Thursday for the rundown of week three. Take it easy. You are listening to The Riding, NFL DFS podcast with Pat James.